And we are back from a long holiday vacation. I skipped last week um, releasing a podcast, wanted to take a little bit extra longer time to just enjoy the holidays, enjoy this big move we just made. We finally found our home out here in Southern California. Um, if you don't know, we were living in like temporary housing, which is just like an Airbnb for the last almost three and a half months. I feel like, goodness gracious, that's almost like a full freaking quarter. Is that a quarter? That's like a quarter right there of the year floating from home to home. And until we found the right home, which is where we are now, which I'm super juiced about, like it is beautiful. You guys, I manifested this home. I don't typically use the word manifest but I feel like it's very fitting for this moment. Like when we first came here, I drove in this complex and I was like, I want, I would love to live here and their townhomes. And it's like, they're by everything. Long story short, we saw a lot of homes and none of them worked out. A lot of them were raggedy because the, the school system where we are right now is really good. And my son wanted to go to the school in this community. So you have, you know, if your mom or parent, you know, you have just like the barriers for the school. So we, we were looking in this very particular area. And then finally, um, I saw this place come up and I was like, this is perfect. It was, it was very different than what we're used to, like the single family home. So we came in, looked at it and it's like a breath of fresh air because not only is it in the first community that I ever drove in, that I saw that I was like, I would love to live here, but it has everything that we needed for our family. It's modern. It's just, it fits, it fits the aesthetic. Let's just put it that way. And that's something that I really, really wanted. Cause it's always like this or something better, right? This or something better. And, um, I feel like I'm just, my heart is so happy because we're in the, in my home, in the place that I love, it's the holiday season. It's Christmas. We put our tree up. So pretty much we have been moving, we unpacked and put everything away. I'd say 90% of our things away in like two days. And so now, um, you probably noticed, or maybe you didn't the sound quality is better. I have my podcast microphone because I was finally able to get it out of storage. And I'm excited about today's episode. Enough rambling. Let's get into today's topic, which I'm very happy about because it is something that I know you struggle with. If you are in a toxic relationship, if you're someone who's codependent or highly sensitive, and then you most likely will find yourself dealing with this. And that is over explaining yourself over explaining yourself. You find yourself talking just so much when someone like when it, time, it comes time for you to come to your defense, your own defense, or you're trying to prove something to someone. So I know for me walking away from situations where I over explain things, and I'm not talking about just like, oh, I met a friend and I'm over explaining. I'm talking about like, like you're entangled, you're in deep in a conversation, like an, and not even a conversation, an argument. And you're going back and forth with this person and you are just like explaining, describing, switching the way you say things in hopes that this person will understand you. And at the end, it's like, you have a headache. Cause it's like, I really tried to give my all and, and say it in a million different ways so that this person could understand me. And I still feel like I'm not understood. And so I'm going to go over three ways that you, or three reasons why you probably over explain. 
in your relationship. And then I'll give you a couple tips at the end on how you can um, work to practice not over explaining as much. And I want to say a few things though, like I was journaling one day and, you know, brain dump, lots of things come up and it's like, I had to ask myself when I saw myself over explaining, it was like an epiphany I had. Am I trying to make them wrong in this situation where I'm over explaining or am I protecting my peace? Am I trying to control how they feel about me because that's what over explaining is we're trying to control something outside of our control which is perceptions of ourselves which is how someone views us or feels about us we're trying to influence that change or manipulate the way they feel so that they can understand us so they can see us better so they can hear us so we can finally feel like they care in the way that we want it to look like so it's this need for control, like this over explaining, because I want you to feel a certain way. I want you to think a certain thing of me. And so I was asking myself, am I trying to control this person outside of me or am I setting boundaries and standards of what I will accept and allow in conversation? Am I trying to prove them wrong or am I protecting my energy? And if this hasn't clicked for you yet, it's like, it for me, it was an either or thing. Like, having the same conversation over and over again, or the same argument, it can get to you. It's like, you start to feel crazy after a while. It's like, I keep saying the same thing and I don't feel like I'm being heard. And so it's like, it, I came to this point where I was like, am I like, do I need to be heard or do I need to be heard in this way? Or like, what, what is the point of having this circular conversation and ruminating over the same topics over and over again? And am I more committed to proving them wrong? and to controlling their perception of me than I am to committed to protecting my peace? Am I com more committed to trying to prove them wrong and control how they perceive me or treat me more than I am committed to protecting my energy? Because when you get into these types of circular conversations where you're ruminating on the same thoughts or you're saying the same thing, you're over explaining yourself constantly, it, it comes to a point where it's just like, you start to realize you are drained after these conversations. You're drained. You have no boundaries because if you did, you wouldn't be constantly in these loops of over explaining yourself over and over again. And I think that's probably the biggest difference between um, over explaining in your relationship versus over explaining in just like um, in your relationship, any close relationship. That's what I mean. Like your most intimate relationships, friendships, family, um, spouse, any of those really intimate, like close to you relationships versus like a coworker that you hardly interact with. That would be the biggest difference because you're, you're constantly faced with this person. And if you're faced with this person and you're going through the same issue, you're talking about the same subject over and over again, you're like, it's this cycle of circular conversations and it never ends, it never changes. You have your view, they have their view, and you're still finding yourself in a place where you're over explaining where you're trying to get them to see your perspective, to see, to understand your perspective. And the epiphany for me was like, wow, like a lot of the times I was, I was in these positions where I felt like I needed this person. I, my, in order for me to be okay, I needed them to approve of what I was saying. I needed them to see me and to accept what I 
um, accept what I was saying and to hear me and them agreeing with me or them leveling with me or them empathizing or acknowledging me with me would make me feel that way. But that's the problem when you're in a toxic relationship where you have a, a relationship that's not very healthy emotionally, where that person can't has proven that they can't hold space for you emotionally. They've shown you that they're not empathetic. They've showed you that they, they, um, are unrelenting and, um, entitled or whatever the behavior is that they're, that they've proven that they can't see you or that they won't or choosing not to see you or hear you in a, in a fair and loving way where you, this relationship is emotionally safe. Right. So I lost track of my thought there. So anyways, back to what I was saying about me, am I trying to make them wrong or am I protecting my peace? And I choose to protect my peace. I choose to set boundaries and standards of what I will accept and allow and not feel the need to have to over-explain myself whenever I sense that they don't appreciate me, that they're not validating me, that they're not loving me or empathizing with me or, you know, in the interpretation of how I need it to, to look. Um, because when we, when we argue or we over, we're over explaining an argument and we're trying to prove someone wrong, we're trying to control their perception of us. It infuses, it only gives gas to this car of tiring arguments that we find ourselves in over and over and over again. This tiring like argument, like a hamster on a wheel, trying to prove that I'm worthy, that I'm valuable, that what my opinion matters to someone who clearly doesn't feel that way. Okay. And instead of trying to put gas in this car of tiring arguments and which, you know, could symbolize like the relationship or the person who's not reciprocating loving and kindness and empathy or whatever, instead of doing that, we get to put up protective barriers around your emotional health around your peace around your energy because you you know based on we know and understand based on the way that people act how they are going to show up like we can pretty much predict how they're going to show up right because they, this is the way they've been consistently you know over however many years it's not our job to change that and when we're over explaining i feel like it's like at least for me it's been like i need you to see me this way and i need you to hear me and I need you to understand. So I'm going to say this a million different ways until you get it. And, and in that, in doing that, I lose a piece of me. I lose a piece of my worth because I am giving it over to someone else. I'm saying that they have power to make me feel so-and-so ways. And setting protective uh, boundaries and barriers around your energy and your peace and saying, I'm not going to engage when I don't feel heard, or I'm not going to over explain when I don't feel valued or, or when I'm being like belittled or all the other things like, you know, emotionally abusive tactics. I'm taking my power back. I'm taking my power back and I'm protecting my energy. I'm protecting my peace. And I'm saying, I see how you're showing up. I see that you can't empathize with me. I see that you can't, you don't want to understand me, that you don't value my opinion in this situation. And you get to have that. You get to feel that way. I can't control what you feel or what you think, but what I can control is what I will allow for my own self to do and to, um, endure. And that is not allowing myself to 
become unraveled because I know I'm going in a conversation or an argument with someone who doesn't value or appreciate me, who uses the same gaslighting and all those things on me. Instead, I'm going to see you for who you are based on the actions that you that you've shown me based on your behavior that has been consistent over time. I'm going to believe that that's how you're going to show up the next time. And then I'm going to put barriers around me and I'm going to protect my peace and my energy. So that means I'm not going to over explain. I'm not going to engage. And the way that we get there though, there's a way to get there. I know it's easier said than done is, um, through these three points. So these, these are the three reasons why you probably do over explain. So one, and then I'll tell you, um, some tips after one, the reason why you're, you're stuck in that, um, on that hamster wheel over explaining yourself and your relationship could be because you have this fear of being misunderstood. Sorry, I'm taking a sip of my coffee, a fear of being misunderstood. And I'm going to ask you today, are you okay with being misunderstood? And if you're not, I'm going to encourage you to dig a little deeper in the moment when you feel, when you notice that fear of being misunderstood, which you'll know it by, this is the work I teach my clients loving, um, in my group program, but you'll become aware in the moment of when or after, when you do self-reflection that you was over explaining yourself. And then you can get to the root of that. Like, what was the fear there? Like, what, what am I afraid of? Okay. What am I afraid of? And the fear of being misunderstood, if that comes up or when that comes up, get to the root of that. Like, why am I so afraid of being misunderstood? What does it mean about me if I am misunderstood? Okay. So this is, this is coming back down to doing inner child work. This is getting to the root cause of why you do the things that you do. The second reason why you probably are stuck in these toxic cycles of over explaining yourself in a relationship that has proven to be not worthy of over explaining yourself is low self-worth. You have this craving to prove your worth and worth it's defined in a dictionary. Like self-worth is defined as the sense of one's own value or worth as a person. This means, um, I feel, I feel a sense of worthy self-worth. Like I feel a sense of internal self-worth. Like I am worthy of a healthy relationship. I am worthy of being loved. I have a strong internal sense of a feeling that I am worthy of X, Y, Z, whatever it may be, that I am worthy of being treated kindly. I have an internal sense of feeling like I am enough. That's self-worth being enough. That's a big, big, big worthy enoughness. And then I have an internal sense of who I am. I know exactly who I am. Uh, self-worth is I have an internal sense of self-acceptance and self-trust. So I accept myself flaws and all. I accept myself failures, um, failed attempts at success, um, mistakes, bad decisions. I love and accept myself. And even a step further, I trust myself. So self-acceptance and self-trust this, these things 
work together to complete your internal sense of self-worth. And if you're lacking in that, if you have low self-worth in any of those areas, you're going to, or I shouldn't say you're going to, but as codependents or uh, people pleasers, we tend to seek outside of ourselves to fulfill that sense of worth, that sense of self-worth. So over-explaining is one of those things. We're trying to prove to that person that I am worthy of being heard, that I am worthy of being seen, that my opinion is worthy of being heard, that, that I am worthy as a person. And so it's not just this surface level argument over something small, it's actually very deep. Like I don't feel worthy enough to be loved and accepted even if, uh, as I am, even if my opinion is different, even if what you think about me is, um, if you misunderstand me or what you think about me is, is, is negative, that, that I believe if I have a strong sense of self-worth that I believe that I don't have to over-explain to you because I'm so grounded in who I am. I'm so, I have so much self-worth. Like I know I'm worthy of being heard. You're just not hearing me. That would be the attitude too that would come about, right? Not in those, you know, you don't have to, your internal dialogue probably doesn't have to sound exactly like mine, but <laughs> that's what it sounds like in my head. Like, I don't have to over-explain myself right now. Like, I know what I believe and you're not hearing me and that's your choice and you get to have your choice. And so, you know what? I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to continue with this conversation. I said how I felt. I said my opinion and that's that. You can do with it what you please. You can think of me how you desire. I don't need you to think of me any other way. Now I'm going to take my little butt and toot toot on and go figure out how to meet my needs. Because if you're not going to do it for me, I'm going to find other ways to do it. Okay. I, I have, I will have a song, strong sense of self-worth. I don't need to over explain to you in order to feel like I'm worthy. I feel worthy and whole and complete on my own. So I'm not even going to try to over explain to you. You could take how I feel or who I am or your interpretation of me and do with it what you want. I'm letting go of the need to control your perception of me because I don't need that in order. Like, I don't need you to have a good perception of me in order for me to feel good about myself because I've done the inner work, I've healed, I walk with and heal, um, spend time with my inner child, the younger wounded parts of me so much. So I don't need you to do that for me. I don't need you to validate me. I don't need you to, like, it would be nice in a healthy relationship. It is, um, I would imagine it's expected, but when someone shows you who they are, that they're not this safe person, that they're not this person who's going to validate you and love you and um, unconditionally and care for you in the way that you feel like you need and that you've communicated, believe them. Don't try to convince them by over explaining to them a million different ways on why you're worthy of being treated better. Right? So I could go all day on that. Let me go to the next point. The reason why you probably are stuck in this toxic loop of over explaining yourself, feeling defeated and exhausted afterwards is because fear of being rejected. And these all tie into each other. This big looming, gloomy sense of of, of, and, and this ties so much into the self-worth because if you, if you felt worthy, if you felt whole and complete and you accepted yourself, you wouldn't fear being rejected, right? Or at least a, a, a strong sense of fear of being rejected to where it's overtaking you. And now you're acting out of character, AKA over explaining and losing your shit when someone doesn't agree with you or approve of you. Right? So that fear of being rejected, like I need to be accepted so I'm going to over-explain as much as I can, as long as I can in five different languages until I feel like you accept me. 
and accept what I'm saying and accept how I feel and accept what I'm doing and accept what I desire and accept, accept, accept me. I need you to accept me. I'm so afraid of you rejecting me. And so those are the three things. Give me just a second. Excuse me. Those are the three um, uh, root causes, possible root causes beneath your your need to overexplain, your craving to overexplain. One fear of being misunderstood, two low self worth, and three a fear of being rejected. Now, in order to combat this, in order to do the opposite, and not combat that, it's not a very helpful word, but in order to love yourself into different behaviors. So instead of over explaining, you're setting boundaries and protecting your peace, protecting your energy, not allowing someone to, um, not allowing yourself to be looped into this toxic cycle of over explaining for hours. (laughs) Um, the way you break that cycle is that you allow your, the flow of your own feelings and fears and insecurities to come through you. What does that mean? That means in the moment when you're over explaining, you bring awareness to what you're doing. Like you hear this now, this podcast. And so you can bring some awareness and you probably had some like light bulb moments. Like, oh my God, that's me. I over explain. Holy crap. Like I can't stand it. It's so annoying. I don't want to do this anymore. That's a start. That's awareness. Next step is to self-reflect. Like, and usually this, what this, what happens is it's not, it doesn't always happen right when you're doing it, like when you're over explaining where you bring awareness, but usually you'll start like self-reflection. So like a daily journal practice will help you. Oh, I was over explaining and I was trying to prove my worth and all the things. So it's, it's an, after it happened, I noticed I did it kind of thing. And eventually it'll be like in the moment I I'm seeing myself doing this. Like I can just cut it out. (laughs) Um, so allow, bringing awareness and to like, yeah, there's these fears here. Like right now I have that urge to over explain, or I'm looking back at what I did earlier today. And I had, I was over explaining because I was like, what was I afraid of? And allowing any feelings that come up when you were, when you think about the over explaining situation, allow those fears to come up and then spending love, spend loving time with those emotions and feelings and your inner child, which is, usually where it comes from, if you haven't done any trauma work, or even if you have around your inner child and your inner child is just thoughts and beliefs and memories that are held in your subconscious brain from when you were younger and your formative years, when you were a little kid. And right now today, unless you've done some work around healing that past, healing those wounds, you're still operating from them. Okay. That's just how our, our, our brains and bodies work. There's science on this. You can Google it, Google inner child, Google, um, subconscious memories. Um, you can look up behavior patterns and how they're formed, but look up like the neuroscience and, um, yeah. So there's science around that, the way that are the way that we, that shows that the way that we show up now is a direct result of our thoughts, beliefs, and feelings, which are attached to memories from when we were little. And so healing is doing, is doing the work of unraveling, bringing awareness to an unraveling the old beliefs that no longer serve us. So that need to over explain that need to say sorry all the time, all the the patterns and beliefs that you uh, behavior patterns today that you have, that you do, wish you didn't have were rooted in a child, uh, inner a childhood behavior. And that's what we call inner child. It's not literally like there's a little kid inside of you <laughs> little kid that you're like talking to. It's like, it's just your subconscious thoughts and beliefs and behaviors. When we say inner child, just so like, you're not freaked out. 
So spending loving time, spend loving time with your inner child. That means when the emotions and fears and feelings come up, loving on the part of you where you first felt those fears, where you first developed those insecurities and just loving on yourself. Like, oh, I see you. It makes sense while you're here. You know, we no longer need to do that. I'm, I'm whole and complete as I am. I accept myself. Like, you know, there's a whole thing to this. If you want to know how to do this on your own, which you will find uh, leaps and bounds of transformation in yourself, you have to get into my group um, program, which I'm changing it drastically, not drastically, but I'm making a tweak to it. It's going to be a little bit different and, or should I say a different version? And it's going to be uh, at a more affordable, I'm making a different version of my group program and it's a more affordable uh, price point so that more people can um, join. Maybe you can't afford coaching that like the higher price points. This is going to be great for you um, to be able to gather the tools that you need to heal and spend that time with your inner child and learn step-by-step how to do it so that you're emotionally regulated, so that you're um, able to grow in or outside of after a toxic relationship so that you're, you stop those repeating toxic cycles of attracting those types of relationships and staying like feeling stuck in the relationship, like you have no power and you do. And so that's what my program is going to be all about is helping you heal the younger parts of you so that you can show up powerful, autonomous, free, emotionally regulated and in control of your behaviors and how you choose to show up in your life instead of feeling like you're a trapped Um, you're trapped, you're stuck, and you're at the mercy of someone else controlling your behavior. You're at the mercy of your toxic relationship or past memories of a toxic relationship. Okay. So stay tuned for that because I will be launching it soon and you will have an opportunity to join. Um, in the meantime, you can get on my email list. I'll put a link in the show notes. Okay. So the next, um, tip that I have for you to help you overcome this, this urge that you have to over explain is to embrace the silence or the gaps when you're in conversation. So when you're in communication, this is going to help you to also um, bring like awareness in the moment. Instead of the need to like rush in and say something or respond or, excuse me, bite back when you're in an argument or a conversation, practice sitting in silence just a little bit longer, just a few seconds longer. So like if you're asked a question or you you say something and some that person responds, wait three seconds and listen to the silence and allow and be okay. Like tell yourself it's okay that there is no, there's silence here. It's okay that there's a gap right here in this conversation and actually embrace the gaps and embrace the silence because it's a positive thing. You know, you know, uh, it'll help you with that over explaining. So you're not constantly like constantly go, 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 go. I need, I need, I need, I need you to hear me and see me and feel me and understand me and all the things instead, just like slow it all the way down. That's what healing is, is slowing it things all the way down, being uncomfortable in the discomfort of the silence, you know, not every gap needs to be filled and just allowing that to be, (coughs) excuse me. Then this, um, goes along with spending time with your inner child and allowing the flow of your feelings, fears, and insecurities is to learn your triggers. Like what triggered you? And this is self-reflection when you when you reflect on what, oh, I was over-explaining, what triggered you to over-explain? What was said? How did that make you feel? So learn your triggers and then ask yourself, like, what triggered me to feel like I needed to over-explain in that moment? What was I trying to prove? 
was I trying to control their perception of me? Was I trying to get them to understand? Like what, what was the need there that I had? And so also in the moment of the, in the moment or after of the need to overexplain, when you uncover what you needed, you can begin to give that to yourself. So say you need an understanding, you can understand yourself. You can validate yourself because we can't control someone else. We can't over explain ourselves into understanding, right? We can't guarantee that. Like sometimes people may be like, oh, I finally get it, you know, but it's not a guarantee. And you constantly over explaining yourself with the hopes that maybe they'll finally see and understand is exhausting. And that is not protecting your energy. That is not protecting your peace. So I would recommend that you give that need to yourself and you will find that you will feel, begin to feel more and more fulfilled within yourself, with the relationship with yourself that you don't need to overexplain. It'll just by default, I don't even want to overexplain this. I don't even have the energy to, like I'm so aware of my energetic needs and my emotional needs. And I'm so in tune and loving on my inner child and myself that I, in this moment, I can sense that this conversation is going to require a lot of energy from me and I'm choosing not to overexplain. Okay. All right. If this episode served you in any way, the best way you can thank me is by leaving me a five-star review. If that's how you feel (laughs) on Apple podcasts or on Spotify, and you can reach out to me on Instagram where you can email me and let me know what was your biggest takeaway? What was your biggest takeaway from today's episode and how did it serve? Like, how did it serve? I don't want to ask you such a huge question, but what was one of your biggest takeaways in your life from today's episode? Email me and let me know. I would love to hear from you. And then also if you have any questions that, or anything you'd like me to cover on this podcast,